Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Must come first. Who the fuck else? It's Brian Rails. Brian Rails. Who the fuck else? So, <clears throat> let's start out the gate by reviewing, reviewing both cards, AEW and WWE. So. We had a recap of what Gargano and Ciampa did to each other two weeks ago with the last known crowd for NXT. And this is at the Performance Center before all the bullshit hit the fan, right? No more takeovers. Just <clears throat> It's going to be certain matches versus each other, like uh, old Keith Lee versus Damian Priest versus Donovan Dicoja. But You knew it was going to happen, right? But anyway, so... I like how it says, after the lackluster episode of NXT last week, this week, got back right on track. That's exactly what it says. It says, first one has the tag team champions, the Bruiserweights, Matt Riddle will take on former NXT North American champion Roderick Strong. And let's see here. Let's say Austin Theory. Versus Tyler Breeze in the very first match. Breeze ends up getting a win with Beauty Shot, whatever. Yeah, Beauty Shot. That's what I said, dude. No sense. Uh, you know. Killian Dane versus Tahuti Miles. And this guy actually put up a fight. And Tom Phillips hyped him up as an unknown, but, you know, Talked about his tours in Afghanistan and college, he was a college football player. But he just couldn't. He came up short. Killian Dane ended up hitting the Vader bomb. One, two, three. It's time. It's Killian time. Damn, Vader just went off in my head. Cameron Grimes versus Tony Neese. Back and forth. Very good match, but Grimes ends up winning. So, Aaliyah versus Zia Lee. She thought she was going to get off 
all too free. And then Io Shirai came out and made her worm food. One, two, three. Okay, and then you had Tony Lorcan and Danny Birch versus Shane Thorne and Brendan Brendan Vink. Um, there's a lot of questions that come to mind. Whatever happened, to Shane Thorne and his tag partner would. What happened then? Okay, then you had uh, Candice LeRae versus Caden Carter. It wasn't a terrible match. I mean, it was okay for what it was, but then in the end, you know, Candice was going to get the one with the Gargano escape gasp and act like you're surprised. And Matt Riddle ended up winning the match versus Roderick Strong. And then Triple H said he was Gonna end the feud between Gargano and Champa. So from all of that, what are the matches that I can pick on? Not very many. I mean, look, every match is gonna have their ups and downs, their ebbs and flows to it, their curves. I just don't know how much longer they can keep doing this, but they are more professional than any other company I know of. It trains you for moments like these having no audience. So if you, they always joking and say, if you were to do this in front of no audience, how do you think the audience still at home is going to feel? That's the thing. So AEW, they had Cody Rhodes commentating. And then from his commentating position, he got up and did his thing in the ring. So, and props to Cody, but at the same time, it's like watching AEW kind of just... It makes you not contemplate life, but it makes one wonder how they're doing this all with no audience, you know. And not just the no audience factor, but there's still a little bit too much to follow because you have the elite. You've got a whole bunch of, not secondary names, but a whole bunch of names that people probably kind of familiar with, but not really. So AEW Dynamite, blah, blah, blah. Cody versus Jimmy Havoc. Havoc. Havoc's actually pretty good. Okay, and then you got Cody, though, winning the match, and then Darby Allen versus Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford as the guest manager, whatever, or valet. So we'll back to commercial break, and then Darby, see what's I dive on the ring, doesn't surprise me. And then you have a commercial break, and Jake Hager versus Ario Chico. Adams, <clears throat> and then Jake Hager ends up winning that match. So then there's another break. And then Brody Lee comes out and proclaims himself as the exalted one. He had to do Brody Lee versus the QT Marshall. An easy win for Luke Harper. <clears throat> Let's see here, page true. And so, Oz the great and powerful. I mean, Matt Hardy. Essentially, certainly. Gave the fans at home a show. Oh, by the way, speaking of which, 
What's up, Latvia, Indonesia, Australia, Rome? For those of you listening to my show, I thank you 100% for supporting Pro Wrestling Podcast. So I've got 51 minutes to kill. Holy fuck. And I just started off with both cards. Out of both cards that have been presented to moi in a timely fashion, might I add, that's awesome. Thank you, sir. I'm beginning to wonder myself how much longer before we see wrestling from a house. So, how much longer before before and I'm trying to think of the words in my head. Oh, yes. How much longer before we start multitasking during the matches? Because for NXT, there's no NXT chance for AEW. There's no AEWs. I'm trying hard to get through this show, and I know I can do this. So when I went through each match, I didn't take notes. I just put it down mentally, you know. Which organization appealed to me more? I was like, I was fascinated by both, to tell you the fucking truth. And that's kind of why I tuned in to AEW Dynamite and NXT. And so I could flip back and forth and be like, oh, channel surfing again. During a specific wrestling war, which is, you know, sacrilege, according to some of you. Yeah, shit is crazy, man. I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely put my best foot forward in trying to watch both so that I can report on both fairly. I've only done that maybe once upon a dream. (laughs) What? I channel surfed when it was WCW, WWE, and that was during the Attitude Era versus the, uh, well, the era that probably never moved forward. And Yeah, it's a bit of copying and pasting. There's a lot of people that do that. Watching TNT and watching USA Network kind of brings us, all who watched wrestling before that, back to the good old days, where you could watch one good show versus one good show. And you can watch people doing magic before Matt Hardy. And it's funny. Someone referenced Darby Allen to a young Sting. That's part of what my rant's going to be about. The other half. Hmm. You know I'm pretty, pretty cynical, right, folks? So normally... I would start going off the cuff about how the show was terrible, how they needed to fire their entire writing staff. This, that, the other. I think AEW did a great job tonight in keeping the fans intrigued. I also made a smart money decision, my friend. I don't know. Do you hear that ding in the back? That's messages on Facebook alone. 
for Wrestle Radio Network. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to e- not email the office, but message moi. I have Wrestle underscore radio, and I also have Wrestle Radio Network forward slash Facebook.com. Our Facebook section is temporarily shut down for now. It's because I'm on air. I'll be back up and running tomorrow. So, with all you asking me questions on Instagram and also the ding you just heard from Facebook, what did I think of those shows? Again, I could give the quality of AEW and WWE Raw. 2.8, maybe 3. I mean, if we were to sit here and talk about tonight's AEW's Dynamite show, I'd say it definitely had interesting elements like Oz the Great and Powerful. Have you ever seen that movie? No? What rock have you been living under? Just kidding, man. Just kidding. So, wow. Who knew? You get a message and then it just disappears. If you have any questions, it's wrestle underscore radio. No, I don't have toilet paper, dude. This is a wrestling show. It's kind of fucking funny. It would definitely be one of those moments, dude, where you say to yourself, I made out pretty good. Again, like I said, me and this dude named Corey are chatting about here in, or on or off the rails uncensored. So, might need to get a slip resistant, if you know what I mean. Raincoat. It's raining the what where you're at. <laughs> No, but anyways, back to the topic. AEW Dynamite NXT. Um, one was lagging in a few areas. Like they they came back with great matches. There's probably only one promo because you do realize you almost have yeah. I've been reading questions, dude, all night long. If you have any questions you want to ask me personally, I'm more than happy to answer them on air. But now, folks, you reach that point in the show where I'm going to spend most of my time ranting and raving with reason, though. So, without further ado, Off the Rails and Censored is a copyrighted trademark podcast. Any further usage of the phrase Off the Rails and Censored, you will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law for plagiarism. And you might ever hear that plagiarism. So, before I get into my cynical rant, if you have any loved one that's stressing and panicking about the COVID virus, make sure you seek help through various other means to help you cope with this bullshit. But um, those of you who got their heads held high and are doing the best you can to play things by ear, Head props to you. What's up, United Kingdom? How you doing, Italy? How you doing, Donna? How you doing, Venice? Papa Larza. What's up? 
the Philippines, what's up, <coughs> Mexico City, Latvia, Indonesia, Australia, the good old U.S. of A. Thank you so much for listening to this show and this craziness. Shit's about to get real, so, um, oh yeah, Off the Rails and Censored is a publicly traded podcast. The discussion of anything and everything professional wrestling since March seventh, since March seventh of two thousand sixteen, I Brian Rails is hereby decree and own the rights to Off the Rails Uncensored. All right, time to buckle up, folks, and hear the real sweet verbal chin music. Hit the music. Yeah. Ultimatum kind of killed the momentum that the show had going on for NXT. Uh, AEW. Um, what was the good, what was bad, and what was the ugly? Uh, this multiple choice has me even stunned about this shit. So, Matt Hardy Magic or Triple H's Ultimatum. I'm going to have to go with whoever wrote this nonsense. Whoever wrote this bullshit. That's a better way. That's a better substitute. Whoever wrote this, you know, is a good job without an audience, but at the same time, an ultimatum. This is the end. You better sign the contracts, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's not for a title, folks. I bet you Tommaso Ciampa and Gargano are going to come out of this unscathed. And why? I'll tell you why. It's because when you're trying to tell a story without a crowd, you got to put in your mind, maybe there is a crowd that's called at home. So it'll be the same divide. It's just going to be a lot, hell of a lot different. And by hell of a divide, I mean you've got Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara trying to run away, and then the pyro comes out, and then... Matt Hardy is standing in there looking like a character from Dragon Ball Z. Man's absolutely nuts. But it's so cool, you know, to see both brands trying to compete. Not vow for affection, vie for affection, but um, of the crowd at home. But they're trying to gain an audience approval. Well... I said audience, you know, watching NXT going, okay, I'm really sad to say this, but, like, the matches and stuff, like Cameron Grimes versus Tony Meese, because, let's face it, the pipsqueak couldn't face. There's no slouch, folks. That's what you, 
was like, you're, I'm reading this comment, so let's face it, the pipsqueak known as Cameron Grimes cannot and would not be able to face like Keith Lee. I'm going to say we got a serious issue. You know, Mark and I had a conversation. Mark didn't like the way things were going, so he jumped ship. And then he came back when he realized after five, six years, the WWE, if not anything, has been consistent. And AEW, with their shit going on tonight, you know, it's kind of like a difficult thing because you have to rotate the card accordingly. You can't just be like, oh, I'm showing up on tonight's show. I wish that's how that would work, but you know what? It doesn't. Unless you're a big name, unless, you know, you're transitioning from Ring of Honor to anything. They don't do they I'm telling you right now, reading this question out loud, do you know if they let personnel in no more than just a certain amount, but it's no more than let's say eleven people can be in the building at the same time. I'm trying to answer your question as best I can. Don't kill the messenger now, dig it. No, I totally agree. It's not a terrible idea, dude. It's just I don't see... I don't you know why I don't see that happening because yeah AEW might may you know if it's in the height of its ratings war man they had 900,000 viewers versus 700,000 for NXT however NXT does seem to weather the storm when they had to get main roster involved and they're going up against Maine and everyone's up in arms about that <clears throat> well Ask me what I thought of both shows, and I'm not going to lie. There's some parts of me that believe AEW does kind of know what they're doing when it comes to throwing a show out with no audience and just projecting themselves to an audience when they come back. You can look forward to this. Kind of smart, really. NXT, they're more or less taking the safe route tonight with the whole... Champa and Gargano cannot touch each other. They can sure as hell work a fucking microphone. So are we trying to adapt the style of, of WWE Raw and SmackDown Live? Please tell me you're not. Because if, the, if you start messing with NXT as a whole, it's hard without an audience. Yeah, because then you have the NXT chance, and then you have the dueling chance, and Mauro Ronello saying, Mama effing Mia. Our malfunction at the junction. Several people under quarantine right now. I don't know if Morrow's one of those people. I do know is that, you know, watching a wrestling show <clears throat> and you get no crowd pop if if you hit a big move when Brody Lee hit the uh, discus lariat, man. Absolutely insane to see her do nothing. Not one iota of a clap, a boo, anything. 
That's how crazy this pandemic has got us going, man. Not going to mention this shit on the fucking podcast. I mentioned it with Lady Lynn on Monday. So, you know, it takes a special kind of individual to message me like this, but this is the same cat that's anti-LGBTQ. This is the same guy that... uh, that I should no longer podcast. I should just sit and watch on the sidelines and vent with the other wrestling marks. I'm guessing, dude, you're a worker. Was that it? I meant no disrespect to you, but, like, if you were trying to come on my show and interrupt me and then the answer was no, I'm not going to let you be a part of that. So, no. Mm-mm. Well, yeah. I don't know if Jake the Snake will come back. I think it was just a maybe a one-time deal. It's kind of like if you guys remember Rick Rude he went between all three companies, ECW, WWE, and WCW. Son Arn Anderson, great guy, you know, big-time legend, part of the Four Horsemen, still doing spinebusters when he should fucking quit. All I can tell you is AEW did something. WWE did something. They both grew and both presented, if you will, shows. Were they the greatest in the world? No. Was it a bit of added funny touch when Jericho put signs in the fucking seats? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Guevara... Cody Rhodes is right about one thing. It's like, did you learn that in, in Booker T school? I don't think so. <laughs> Little subtle jabs at one another because Elite versus, uh, well, the inner circle. They said the concept of NWO, Wolfpack, and, and black and white, it's in the mix, folks. Oh, and, uh, I will focus on other matches. No. Uh, Orny Lurkin and Danny Birch are very technical. Technical may bore somebody to tears. I mean, they work really hard in, in, against the grizzled young veterans. That's because the grizzled young veterans made those two look decent. Also, and I'm just going to say it. NXT did not have their strongest of shows, but it got back to doing the matches instead of the fucking replays. So thank God for that. <clears throat> what else? I know I got 32 minutes left, man, but see, here's the thing. <clears throat> watching NXT tonight versus watching NXT with a crowd or watching AEW Dynamite versus AEW Dynamite with a crowd. I must say that's got to be the most challenging thing, getting out of the curtain and not hearing, okay, here's your cue. Watch the pyro. Be careful. Matt Hardy Magic, man. Versus the obsolete of uh, uh, Womp Womp Womp. A promo at the end and no physicality. Only reason why I can think of the no physicality pause is because, well... 
you don't want to overdo it before the fucking big pay-per-view. The old adage goes, it's better to rest than to get either wasted or completely bamboozled. Bamboozled. No, I'm not drunk, man. I'm completely sober doing a show in which it's going to take me some time to get used to because this day feels like it's fucking dragging. I think February's time frames have creeped into March's. If only we could get rid of this pandemic so it would be much easier to say, well, you know how the crowd reacted. <laughs> I know, I know I should be patient and, and realize that eventually both shows are going to have crowds. And it's going to be great for us podcast hosts. You know why? You know why? A crowd can tell the fucking story by their fucking pops. Boo, cheer, hiss, we love you, kiss baby, shake hands. Play hide and go seek. No, not really. That's kind of fucking weird. Essentially, what I'm saying is both shows were hit and miss tonight. There was no consistent, this was a great match. And if you say AEW had a great match, that's on you. Others may view WWE's complete boredom. It's the same fucking principle, same target audience. I don't think NXT is a target audience when you hear the word fuck up or or, ladies and germs. If you ever hear a phrase like this during a wrestling show, prick up your ears because... You ever hear a phrase like, you know, at least we're not all dead yet. That's an instant block, my friend. Anyways, as I was saying, fight forever is not being chanted. I don't miss the chance. I do not miss the chance whatsoever. You know what I miss? Wrestling in front of a crowd, period. It's like watching a baseball game. It's a completely empty stadium. They're taking batting practice, I understand, but they're playing baseball without a crowd. That's going to be fucking difficult. They're doing everything and anything in their power to get things settled down. You know what, folks? It's definitely difficult to watch wrestling, but it's also difficult to have fans that don't know how to control their fucking diarrhea mouths. So, what I'm going to tell you, sir, is, yes, we may all have those suicidal thoughts, but you need to seek proper help for that. You know, if you want, you can message me. I'm always here. It's like, what can I do to help you best? Not think that way. I don't want to say your name on here. I'm going to keep you anonymous. Also, I'm going to make sure that you're in my prayers because honestly, dude, I don't. I don't want to discuss psychological warfare in one's own head. Right here on off the rails on censored because that's not me. What I am going to discuss is the fact that when it comes to watching both, you know, Cody's and Hunter's show. 
or shows. I, I think it's funny how Matt Hardy's humor actually holds a place what Jericho needs as a fucking writer. Like saying the words, you know, that people flew around from overseas, blah, blah, what the fuck are you taking for, you ungrateful little brat? I can understand. I can understand. But there are some parts of me which is, they laughed at uh, AEW, it laughs at NXT. It's like, okay, this has got to be super, super difficult. But I'll get through it. I mean, Cody Rose is commenting, so is Kenny Omega. And I didn't even realize Kenny Omega was announcing until, well, the T-shirt. Draped over his body, right? Cody Rhodes doing the same shit. Doing the thing with a thing, brother. Shivani looks so uncomfortable up there with Cody. It was so fucking hilarious. Oh, and um, Workhorse of Referees was there, Aubrey. And these matches were absolutely insane, if you will. No. Um, They were mediocre at best, and I'm not going to spend my entire night reviewing how, oh, you know, this match could have been better if they would have just applied this hold. Oh, this match would have been better if my emergency contact would answer the goddamn phone. Or having a straight-up heart attack. Or no, having a straight up problem or complication. You see, they're getting stricter. So keep in mind whatever you say that gets filtered through here. I may read it in the morning because I'm starting to fade, but I'm not going to sit here the entire night and go in circles repeating the same old shit that Matt Hardy. And, you know, not Matt Hart, but Cody Rhodes and then they're doing over in AEW. As far as NXT goes, like I said, both sides professionally need an audience that's not just watching at home but can actually help them with feedback and whatnot about the company. So, anyways, folks, this is the shortest off the rails I'm censored. Actually, no, not really. I've got my second win. And Moxley challenging random people. Hardcore matches? Anyone coming soon to WWE again? He's a great dude, but I... I would say just give it a moment, okay? You never know what's going to happen in the world world of road wrestling entertainment, so... Once all this shit clears, I was like, when, where, because I want to go back to normal for professional wrestling, but folks, the death toll is almost at an all-time high. I'm not going to discuss politics anymore. I just want to let you know that all fair, pleasant war, and we'll get we'll get this virus nipped in the butt, all right? Toodles, bitches, I got to... Uh, Take a dirt, not a dirt nap, but I'm going to take a sleep. 
Okay. So uh, if you didn't like what good old Brian Reynolds had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. So used to saying and granny and lady went kind of funny. Surprised they're opening up so early. Raining your questions, dude. Yeah, I'm going to have to go to sleep and take a rain check on the rest of this rant, but I can just sum it up for you. One side is very highly inexperienced. The other one, you know, it's just, I don't know. I really, they've invested their money in this thing called professional wrestling, right? Hopefully, yes, it'll get better. Hopefully, AEW will get better. So will I hope that NXT will get better. But uh, like I said, folks, this might be the shortest off the rails and censored. Now, there are points in both AEW Dynamite and there were points in NXT that made me go, eh, okay, I get it. Match card. The match card length was absolutely... Needs work? No, it just needs a little bit of tweaking here and there. As a as a former worker myself, I kind of know. Right. Well, that'll do it for tonight. But while we're gonna go a little old school for the outro, okay? Be safe. Stay inside. Be safe. All right. Love you all. Crazy folk like me. Dig it. In life, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know him, but fuck him, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, taxes making it up. He gets 